Boys, I've been waiting for you. But we're finally into it. Mate, the podcast has literally started and you picked the perfect time to do that. Uh, stop your fucking whinging. Big crew here tonight as well. Um, here with Cody, back again, mate. It's, it's He's probably done it three times in the last couple of months. He's doing well. Yeah, I had a little hiatus, but now I'm back. How's the ACL? Are you back? I'm back this week. Back this week. That's why he wants to come on. Well done. Huge news. Right, I'm done now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and... Hixie is back wearing the old Spices paper. Yes, yeah, the old retro jumper here for the Mighty Pies. Is that Luke Shaw you're brand newy? Uh, no, I've worn it a couple of times. Wore it on Sunday when I when I watched them, so it might be a bit sweaty because that last quarter was uh, yeah, pretty nerve wracking to be honest. We will get into that, but before we get into the lottery, I'll give a bit bit of a wrap around for what has been happening. So. The buy rounds are over unless you're playing against West Coast for the rest of the season. The Queensland Maroons have extracted the urine from the New South Wales Blues with controversy around some big star contracts in the NRL as well, if some of you have seen that. Cork has gone short abroad to catch up with Shed, and he's let us all know about it. He's literally, every piss stop that he's had at Dubai and wherever else he stopped over the way, he's let us know about that. Ollie Robinson is an absolute doodleburger, but the Aussies have gone up 1-0. I hope it's Ollie Robinson because I haven't watched the ball yet, just yeah, so I clarify. Yeah. That's good. NBA trade talk is pretty much the male equivalent of the Kardashians, I've figured out as well. And funnily enough, the Kardashians are probably going to be involved in this trade period too. The, uh, the ex-Kardashian with Ben Simmons um, potentially going to the Houston Rockets they're talking about. Cool, he'll be happy with that. Yeah, he will. Saudi leagues might be taking over the world uh, in the Gulf, in the soccer. There's plenty of trades going on there, but don't worry, boys. Wimbledon's around the corner. So welcome to episode 63. Um, I was just going to call it the weekly wrap, but at the moment it's only a fortnightly wrap or it might be a monthly wrap, but it's a wrap nonetheless. Might even be a multi-grain wrap. All right, let's get into it, Lottie. Let's talk about the races from last week, and I've absolutely smashed that segment considering I was 45 minutes late, boys. So. <laughs> um lot of I've heard a lot of arguments saying about the track. It's too soft for him and everything. Cannonball probably. Um Pakul and Gatta, you can't say that about her because she is most of like she was third in a golden slipper on a heavy track. She's won on a soft track before up in Queensland. All good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, so she, I'm not too sure. I think the main reason they flopped is Every time, like when Cool and Gatter's won her two group ones over here, she's won. Um, she won the Lightning at Wafer Rage, but because she, she's only a three year old filly, she was carrying like 51, 52 kilos. In the Moya, she was only carrying like 51 kilos on a majorly um, leader track by of the Valley. And if you're putting her, like she, Cool and Gatter had to carry 59 kilos in the King Stand. Um, and compared to everything else, like, all the Aussie races back here, she's been carrying no weight. So I think the weight played into it um, for those two flops. Um, Arturis was brave and defeated again. He come fourth, um, and they've since retired him now. So he's gone off a stud. Um, he's a dual Group One winner. They were trying to get the um, they were trying to get the Northern Hemisphere tip, like tick on his resume because if if he would have won a Northern Hemisphere Group One over there, they could have been charging over a hundred thousand dollars for him. It's stud. So. They tried their very best, but he flunked. Um, but he's still going to stud, so I don't know what his service fee is. But I see, I seen like when Animo was retired two months ago, or whatever. Her his service fee just to mate him with one horse is one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Do you want to let people in on what a service fee is? It's a route. <laughs> it's a horse route. <laughs> nice, nice. Literally, like, like that's just like 
other like pretty good stadium, like pretty good stadium stuff. Like you can get them for like twenty or thirty thousand. So for one hundred twenty thousand for fucking Animo, just for, for a nut. Yeah, literally just to get a nut, <laughs> a horse nut. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fucking ridiculous. Just just while you we are looking at the race from the weekend, I I don't know if this is uh, a reflection on me or not, but does anyone else delete their betting apps all the time, like no. on and off, or do you just constantly keep them there? I keep them there. I don't have a problem like you, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have a problem either. So I think it's just you. Edit it out. Moving on, you, Lottie. Continue, mate. Um, yeah, so that's a bit like there was. We have the new Melbourne Cup favourite now, um, the band. He, she, I don't know if it's he or she actually, uh, but they won the Copper Horse handicap over there. Um, and the trainer, Will, uh, Willie, Mull, Willie, Willie Mulligan, maybe I can't remember his name. Um, he's been he's been trying to win the cup for a while. Um, he's had Max Dynamite over here, who's come second, I think, twice in the cup. Um, so here's having for bigger than the Cox Plate. Um, if she if they take it or not, I'm not too sure. Um, it'd be good to get the world's best horse down here, but it's up to the trainers, and the owners, and everything. But if they could get if they could attract Equinox over here, we are fucking laughing. That'd be a great race. Um, and the only bit of news to catch on is our boy Zach Purden is only ten more wins off the all time um, championship leaderboards over in Hong Kong, so he's only got. He's got 160. Joe Morales' record is 170, so he's got to get 10 more wins in the next seven meetings. So, And I've just looked at the form tonight. He doesn't ride a favourite tonight. He normally has about eight. He normally fucking rides every favourite over there. So. Tonight's piggish too, by the way. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah, continue. I love it. Um, it's good, and the cricket's it. on tonight, so have a pun on Happy Valley and watch the cricket all night. That's what I'll be doing. School holidays are in full effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, that's bad. If the wrap from last weekend, um, any but, questions from the panel members to our horse racing expert? Are we good? Good. I got. I, I was going to say we've got. Yeah, we've got one more highlight. I reckon the main highlight of the weekend was the solo punting performance by our own Jay Brophy. If you want to talk us through that one, please. Well, Saturday and Sunday are completely different days. So I'll talk about Saturday. That's all I've seen. So started off Saturday, twenty on the nose first race. So yeah, and was paying second race. Second race and I was paying $21. First bet for the day, ka-ching. Um, then another one I pulled out my ass was about eight bucks. Yeah. That, that, was like, that, that, was in the, that was the Eagle Farm one and it was like the Battle of the Bush. And to even qualify for a year, couldn't have had a Metro win in Queensland in like over a year. Like it yeah, was yeah. all. They come horse, from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. horses from Cairns and out the, r- the rural, rural, rural areas. Like, this horse took like four days to get there or something. Yeah. And they were all duds and you managed to fucking pick it. <laughs> Goat. Yeah. Um, and then just rolled on to a 1.6K quaddy. Stop it. So I had that, got the quaddy, and then uh, Lockie Weller, I uh, managed to put a few of the, fair bit of that funds on the next day on for the Gold Coast Hawthorne game, and Lockie Weller got subbed out because he'd come back from injury, and he was on track, and that was the only leg that failed me. And I'll tell you right now, we'd be doing this podcast at the next F1 or whatever next event that you'd like to do. I'd be probably at Ascot right now, actually, to be fair. So... But that's punting, mate. What are you, any big tips for the weekend that you can give us? Oh, I got a little go? bit. Um, probably that there's two two horses that are like they're too short in the market to back them um, individually. But if you want to, I've, I've re, I was down literally before I come here. I went down the tab and put the bet on, so I've got me slip for it. Um, put Flemington race three number one step party. That is going. It's unbeat. Like the Pushkin has been saying, it's one of the, it's the best horse he's ever trained. Um, and that'll be going to the Caulfield Guineas. So if you what want, what was that pain? Dollar fifty. Oh yeah. Um, that's for Saturday. But if you want to take that, and then you go to Rose Hill in the Highway, that's a dollar eight. It was open at two o five. It's in your dollar eighty five at the moment. Mogo Magic. 
they'll both be winning. And I think I got a, I think I got to look like two sixty or something. My ticket mounted. Yeah, um, yeah. So I got on that. Um, so I take those are the short odds. But then best bet of the day, another each way bet. I have to wait to the lucky last. But race nine, number two, Lounge Bar Ruby has been absolutely flying this prep. Um, a sole defeat, like it's not a sole defeat, but when it's come third and it's not last up, the start before that, it uh, lost to Brun King, who he goes up against again. Um, Brun King goes up in the weights three kilos. Lounge Bar Ruby only goes up half a kilo. Um, been rock hard fit. She won last week, so she's on a seven day backup. Brun King. Has it been since since that last race? Um, yeah, you're getting 850 a win, 280 a place for uh, race nine, number two at the last of Flemington. And it, it's finals day at Flemington, so they've got actually a lot of good races there. So if anyone can put a quarter on, I'd be definitely heading straight to Flemington. Yeah, I'll meet you there, mate. So thank you for the update. And I've just been handed um, what looks to be – I can't believe it. I've walked in. Everyone's got notes. Lottie's – Going to the TAB just to really show that he's keen for the punting of the weekend. And now Cody's rocked up with what looks to be Hal Vector 8 type writing on here. And it's got the the salaries, which we will get into. So was it Yuri? Was it Hixie? It doesn't matter who it was, mate. We're all uh, one group here. It's huge mail. So I'm I'm really looking forward to get into it. But um, any other tips from you before? No, that'll do. That'll do for now. I might, I might stick. I'll let these two talk, and if I get something else, I'll put, I'll put my nose in every now and then. Dixie, just got a quick one. Uh, the little filly that I'm a part of is getting named in uh, the next week or two, and uh, hopefully be uh, trialing soon. So keep your ears and eyes out for that. The SE Flyer, I've heard. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, what is this uh, bit of parchment that I have been given? Well, just um, during the week. Uh, they came out with the top 100 paid AFL players. So we've got the whole list here of payments. Go. I thought this was pretty interesting. Is it is it accurate, or is it? It's, I think it's a. I think it's a guesstimate. It's a guesstimate, but it's pretty accurate. Like, right. Um, for most of them, so they're pretty averaged out because obviously year by year they go up. You could be back end paid or um, front end paid, or yeah, year by year they go up and down, but. Um, just a few interesting ones that uh, the AFL umpires, uh, the highest earning ones, 180K. That's uh, Matt Stevick. I thought it would have been a little bit more than that, to be honest. I heard it was five grand a game. So, yeah, we, I think the average is about two and a half grand yeah. um, per match. Um, and then in grand finals, it goes up to, well, the grand finals worth $12,000 to umpire that. So, and you get 400 for the VFL. Yeah, right. But some of the umpires, if you read on there, I've got second jobs as well. Yeah, I was going to say that. I remember watching um, TV a while ago. I don't know what it was, but they were talking about umpires and like heaps of them are like real professional jobs, like lawyers and bankers and yeah, school teachers, and <clears> school stuff. teachers and stuff. Yeah. And I remember there was an umpire that's a surgeon or he used to be a surgeon, and he was umpiring a game of AFL, and an AFL player had done his knee in that game that he was umpiring, and then like. 48 hours or fucking 72 hours later, he was the actual surgeon that um, done his knee wrecker. Well, there you go. Yeah, it was, it was something on – I reckon it might have been on like before the game or the footy show or fucking something like that, like one of them shows. But, yeah, like heaps of them actually have like real professional jobs as like physio. Before the game. That's yeah, elite. it wouldn't have been before the game because that would have been like 12 <laughs> years ago. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, heaps of them have like um, professional jobs as like surgeons or physios or lawyers or bankers or – Because they're probably like – they'd have a lot of time <clears throat> during the week. Like you wouldn't train – Five days a week or anything no. like, probably train you know normal 
Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah, Tuesday, Thursdays, yeah. Thursday night dinners, and then, yeah. They're actually <laughs> you just got to have Fridays. K's in the legs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really. Yeah. But um, there's a few others on there that um, the top five earners, most clubs are obviously a senior coach, uh, the head of football, uh, head of high performance, list managers, and then the assistant coaches. And the average for an assistant coach is about 300K. But uh, Vossi, Michael Voss, when he was at West Coast, was on 600K, which I think is overs. For an assistant coach, that's a lot of money. That's that's more than that is a lot of money. You would have been top in the top 100 for players if you earned that as an assistant coach. That was in 2008. So when did he retire? I'll be like probably 2007, maybe like around there. Would yeah. Have been. So that's like first time assistant, pretty much straight out of the books. Would have been a couple of years out of playing, getting straight 600k. Would have been nice. never really never coached before. Just a question: top media performer is that? In regards to just commentators, does anyone know? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'd, I'd, I'd assume so. It'd be like yeah, yeah. BTS or Bruce yeah. McAvaney. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that covers like say, for example, their Triple M, their Channel Seven, all that as well. Like all of it, it in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I wasn't. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but because um, you said yeah, Gary Lyon is understood to be raking in a million dollars for him, and he's one of the highest paid players. But the big one's Gil, um, the CEO. He's on three hundred million plus. He he earned it during COVID. I'll give him. Oh, that. Yeah, I'll give sure. him that much. It wouldn't have been almost one of the worst jobs in footy. Yeah, yeah. You have to front up to everything, and um, yeah, the face of the AFL basically. But I think Andrew Demetrio was it was like three point eight million or something his last year. So yeah, around that ballpark figure. But um, do you want to give us a rundown on the top? I don't know, top three, and then who you think's a steal or a shit? Yeah, they're was- on. I was just having a squeeze at it. So Dusty's on 1.3. This is all estimate too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dusty's on 1.3, Nat Fast 1.1, and Jeremy McGovern's pretty much on 1 mil, same as Tim Kelly and Bunton Pally. Funny so thing they're, is. They're top five. Funny thing is that top four in particular, none of them are playing anywhere near their best footy this no. year. They're, and they're all 30s. <clears throat> so Dusty, and Dusty definitely deserves it in retrospect from what he's done. But I think if you look at it, they're – Top four of them five would all be back-ended. Like McGovern's in his last year. Fife just re-signed again for next year and the year after. Mm-hmm. Dusty's probably got this year or next year. Ben King as well. I think the AFL paying some of his as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, being an ambassador for Gold Coast. So he's on 800K, but Same as yeah, like they might be paying 600K, that Gold Coast. Mitch, Mitch McGovern's on 800K, but he's in his last year, and that was another one of them. It's good for a VFL heavily, player. Yeah, heavily back-ended um, contract. Jordan but. Dawson's one that is on 700K, and I watched him on Sunday. He's fucking good. He's, he's <laughs> one of them ones that's, that's getting unders yeah. what he's worth. Especially being captain as well. Like, like, you look at Jordan Dawson's on 700K, and Isaac Rankin's on 725. Oh, you got so Brad Hill on 875. Brad, Brad Hill was on 875K. Gee, oh, he is. I'd love to know who his manager is. All right, we can look at the list. It's probably easy for us to talk about it and dissect it, but um, where did, I might be able to pop it on the socials later on. I just had one more thing. I think if you look at the list closely, I think there's about 10 to 9 players off on West Coast list. So it just goes yeah. to show where they're Tell you what's up at the moment. I'll just quickly count them. You just keep going. Just another thing as well. Wayne Carey back in, I reckon it was late 90s, was on a million dollars. And we're still at a million dollars on the list now. Yeah. So just a yes or a no, we'll go around. What does everyone think? Do we, uh, AFL, should AFL players be getting paid more or should it be the top end or should it just be a median that gets brought up? What do you reckon? Well, I think the um, soft caps 
rising next year as well, so that means they'll get paid more. Uh, soft caps for coaches. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, they won't get yeah. paid more, <laughs> but they probably will. They will get. No, paid aren't they more. getting yeah, a new CBA TV deal? Or, yeah, that's the one. Goes up. Um, I think I think players are just going to continue to get paid more. Yeah, I think they year. should as well. Like half the time, they're under more scrutiny than what the fucking state premiers yeah. are on. I think average is what three hundred k to four hundred k for a player. Yeah. So you'd um, be you'd be dirty looking at that list and your name's on there and you're only on one hundred and twenty grand. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, this is a joke. I'm getting whacked from pillar to post. Would this be flat rate and then they get matched payments on top? Well, me and Lottie were talking about that earlier. We were saying like we worked it out. Like if you're on nine hundred thousand a year, and we were saying like I'd love to know how they actually get paid. Is it like monthly or? Whatever it is, we were saying if like if they just get paid like any Tom, Dick, and Harry weekly, that's seventeen k a week. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like, isn't it? I don't know how they'd. Obviously, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I mean? it's fortnightly. Like, it'd be taxed as well, like, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh have yeah, to be taxed heavily. <laughs> heavily but, like taxed. whether it's like monthly or whatever, and obviously every contract would be different regarding like incentives and mm-hmm. um, match payments and how much would, the, would they touch as well? Because they get yeah. like sponsors and obviously meals at a club and. Get best on ground, get a get a food. That's why you have a That's why you got a manager, eh? Yeah. A lot of money. So a lot of the NBA players, they get paid once a season. Big lump yeah. sum. Big lump Big sum. Big lump sum. Oh, that's dangerous. Imagine sending that to the wrong person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was saying a lot of you. I was Did like, you say a six or an eight? <laughs> <laughs> I, was saying a lot of, I reckon you got it in like four installments or something like Couldn't something blow it like once. That. Yeah. Maybe once a month or something. Yeah, you, or... you just want to be drip fed. You look, your, your pay, I reckon. And just looking over this. I should be getting that now, to be honest, but yeah. Just looking over this, where do you think the uh, SC boys are ranked for our pay per year? Do you reckon we'd be top 60? Um, in terms of our output? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'd be unders for sure. Oh, absolutely unders. Well, we missed last week, so there's a matchy gone um, straight away, but I don't think we'd be anywhere near the top 10,000. Um, at this point, who do you think should be number one in the AFL? Pa- highest paid player. Oh, I don't know. We spent a bit of time on this. Um, uh, I'm, I'd say dome. Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, I I probably nearly agree with that. I'd probably say Jeremy Cameron and or. I think you got to look at it from a like whole point of view, not just talent, but for positional wise and, and positional and wise um, draw to the club and and like drawing. Fans, fans to the game and, type thing. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Like build, building the game, I should say. Well, that's like, why Buddy Franklin's yeah. contract's really good, no matter what anyone says. Um, well, Toby Green's got to be up there then for that aspect yeah. for GWS. Charlie Kerner as well. He's only on, oh, I say only on, 725K. <laughs> but <laughs> more prestigious tournaments they have. Um, we'll, get, we'll get the boys down there as well. Oh, that we will too if they can get in, yeah. yeah. Get them for a live cross down there. Uh, obviously... All white, the players have to wear, and just um, very elegant over there. Um, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> but um, just a few that obviously we're going to follow our boy Carlos Alcaraz. Um, he had a lead-up tournament, uh, the Queen's Open Championship, I think it was, and he played the Demon Or Demon from Australia and beat him in straight sets. So he's moving well into Wimbledon. Um, but there's just a little bit of talks about, you said at the start, Saudi. Um so they're trying to take over tennis now as well. Huge. Yeah, they're um, trying to buy a stake in tennis and create a new tournament. Um, Live golf-like? Or? Yeah, it'd be something like that probably. Yeah, right. It'd be like, yeah. Kyrgios would be all, all over right. that. Well, I've got down king. here, King Kyrgios was keen to make some money. So 
So he he came out and said he'd love to join it. But yeah, they're throwing money everywhere there, Saudis. So um, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. They'd like, hate that with the music playing yeah, at the tennis. It'd yeah. be cool, but it would be pretty cool. But um, another one you'll like this, Jack. Um, Eugenie Bouchard lost in the qualifiers, so we won't be seeing her around. She's she's really good to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, unreal. Really, to watch. Ta- really talented. Talented. Yeah. Good forearm. Very yeah. good in the backcourt. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we'll go. We'll back um, Alcaraz for the men's, and then obviously Iga Swiatek, number one in the women's side. Then she's recently signed a deal with Roger Federer's brand, Ons. I think it's like some multi-million dollar deal. So um, I got my bit of goss from uh, Big Bad Juicy Katusi. Big Bad Juicy, but, shout out yeah. to Big Bad Juicy. Tennis prodigy there. Um, so, yeah, they're probably equal favorites. But uh, Novak will be up there as well for the men's. But starts Monday and, um, yeah, it's a bit happening overseas. At, yeah, over in uh, England at the moment. Good mail too. Novak's has won the last four Wimbledon's. So, yeah, because in 2020 there was the year that it didn't happen, but yeah. four years in a four uh, tournaments in a row, he's won. So be interesting to see if he can get knocked off in that one. But I've got some mail for you boys as well. Um, we're not big baseball boys on this podcast, but what about the uh, Los Angeles Angels that I sent you the other day? Did you get to bit, have a bit, look at bit, that? bit of a slapping? <laughs> bit of a slapping. So they won 25 to one. Um, in the third innings there, I think that they had no one pitching the ball and it was just one of those machines because they smacked out 13 and then eight in the next innings and then they thought, we better bring the pitcher back out. But funnily enough, the next day they actually lost to the exact same team. They lost 4-3 to the Colorado Rockies. But the Angels... would have fucking shoulder injuries from the home runs. They had to bring on the B-grade side after that. But the Angels are dominating at the moment. There's a bloke called Atani there. I don't know if you've seen the Asian yeah, the, bloke. Um, Japanese bloke. Yeah. So <laughs> he's, he, a, he threw, he's a fucking unicorn. Yeah, he threw 12 strikeouts two days ago. You know how often they play. And then today he threw 10 strikeouts and hit two home runs. So he's a bit of an all-rounder, a bit of a a Jacques Callis-like. Cody Vincitorio. Yeah, Yeah, Cody Vincitorio. Obviously, the Angels are getting it done there. So that's the last of the MLB we'll talk about for the rest of this year. Um, And we can move on from that. But what other sports is there? There's obviously the Ashes at the moment, boys. Yes, how we seeing not. going into Wednesday night, and Lottie's looking at me going, "I'm back in this, boys. I'm <laughs> back now. I've just had a. He's just checking his mail for Shartin tonight. But how are we feeling? Do we reckon the Aussies go two zip? I, I think th- they do. Yeah, I, did you see the pitch? The pitch was pitch was a bit greener than. Yeah, where is it? Lord's Lord, you probably win the toss and serve yeah. on that pitch. It's that green, but um, no spinner for England. They've got uh, Josh Tung. Mm. Tungy, who? <laughs> Liquor. Josh in my ass earlier, like Liam said. Um, yeah. So any notable wins or outs for the Aussies? I haven't had a chance. To I don't think. Look. I don't think. I don't think their team's out yet. I, I think they'll do it at the toss. It'll what? come down to Stark coming in, and then obviously Hazelwood and Boland who comes out. Yeah. But uh, would you put Hazelwood out just because of his injury run and two tests in a row, or Boland out? I reckon keep Boland. That's my. Pick, but don't look at me. I got I'm, no idea. I'm a, like green, green deck like that. I reckon you keep bowling. Yeah, for sure. But but this this sick. This yeah. new one for England, Joshy um, Tung. He made his debut against Ireland, so he got a bit of a pump up against them. <laughs> um, didn't take a wicket in the first innings, but took five for sixty six. You'll get Warner out first bowl, yeah. and you'll be like, "Geez, yeah. I'm on here today." <laughs> well, he got Smith out in county cricket, so he's in his mind. But speaking of Warner, 
He's gone out to Broad 15 times, so that'll be on his yeah, mind. Broad is, again. He's, and I think Lubbershane's a bit of a, a bunny as well. Bunny of Broads too at the moment. I think he's For got sure. him out like, I think it was like six out of seven times or something like that. But we should be right because if those two foul, Smith averages like 55 at yeah. Lords and double century, couple of half centuries. So loose just bus, rests on him. Loose bus change. Travis Head will just come out and smoke yeah. some pills. And it was, um, I think there's a bit of, um, to and from in the media too. I think there was Zach Crawley come out and said that Michael Clark they were going to win by 150 runs this test. And see, Glenn McGrath said we're going to win five near whitewash. And then Jeez. a few of the older boys, yeah, like Punner and Clark and Hayden and are ripping into the England boys. I think Maddie Hayden said something like they were talking about Ollie Robinson, and then Maddie Hayden pretty much just said, "Up, oh, like he just bowls throwdowns, mate." Like <laughs> pretty much just gave him no respect. I like it. Good. So it's good. Like I think the the rivalry is really like I think it dropped off a little bit for a couple of years, but um yeah the banter out on the field would be interesting to hear. I reckon especially like after reckon, the first one with Uzi and Ollie, like yeah. that'll just go through the whole test. I reckon like, it'd be um you'd love to be like a fly on the wall if they turn the stump mics off because <laughs> <laughs> there'd be a lot of choice words being thrown around. I reckon. Which, which we love, obviously. Which we love. All right, well, we're not going to talk about the NBA for too long. We had the draft the other day with the big Wemby going number one. Um, obviously, my Pistons are absolutely firing again. They got one of the Thompson twins, the autistic twins. So <laughs> they're back into it and they're going to be looking really good. Um, any Anything other thing notable? There was a bloke called Cam Whitmore. He was proje- projected to go number four and he slid to number two. He, he's gone to uh, Toronto Raptors, actually. So Liam's team. Yeah, Liam and Drake's team. Liam and Drake get along really well. <laughs> I said on the um, in our group when Liam sent through the photo, I said he looks like he looked like a fucking hacker from a spy movie. <laughs> wearing, spy his, kids. wearing his big fucking mixed with glasses, Hicksy. yeah, <laughs> oh. mixed with Hicksy. But I got a fun fact about Wemby. Yep, his uh, wingspan is eight Subway sandwiches long. I seen that. Uh, I was like, fuck, that's massive. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. Isn't it? And you see, do you see him holding that baseball? I don't know if anyone's seen it. No. Like he, his fingers are. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, like he had like all that on the extra that was just free. Look like he was it. legit. Like he was holding a ping pong ball. Fuck <laughs> yeah, guy's yeah. a freak. There was a I seen a post on um, social media. Something everyone was hoping that that dick was going to get drafted by Magic. Then they'd have a backcourt of Suggs' dick. My apologies so for everyone out there, but yeah. we're going to go through. Funnies. Just a yes or a no, do they get traded? And you can bring up if they should go somewhere else or not. So Damian Lillard, yes. traded or not? Yep. Where does he go? Um, I don't reckon he'll go to the Heat. I reckon – I don't know where he's going to go, but I, I don't reckon he'll go to the Heat. I don't reckon Knicks will get him. We're too coward like to do something like that. There's a trade you could potentially but, get um, the Wolves. Did you say that? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon it'll be like a random, random-ass team that'll trade for him that won't be the Heat. So I don't reckon the Heat will want to give up what the – Trailblazers are one for him, if that makes sense. Carl Anthony Towns. Yes. Where does he go? I reckon the Knicks will trade for him. And what, trade Randall? Yeah, I reckon they'll trade Randall or... Um, oh, my God. Have you seen that? cat talks like this? Have <laughs> you seen that video? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they'll trade like Randall, Mitch Robinson and like Picks or fucking something like that for him. Uh, uh, he needs to get out of fucking Timberwolves. He's got to go. He's got to go. D'Angelo Russell. Where is he at now? Was, there's talks that they could involve him to get Fred Van Vliet. Oh, is that Lakers, isn't he? Yep. Um, 
I don't really care. I don't really rate him, so I give a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And Spicy P, Pascal Siakam from the Raptors, does he move anyway? Um, I reckon it'll either be Spicy will go or Van Vliet will go. I don't reckon they'll get room in both because that's pretty much their whole team just gone, unless they're going to go full rebuild mode. Liam will go back to full bring me the horizon <laughs> phase that he was in back in the day. So it'll, it'll be, be interesting to see that. He'll be changing teams. He will, he will. Do you got anything else, mate? Because if not, I'm going to get into the AFL. <clears throat> uh, I got a few random ones. We talked about Shed before overseas there and he made his cricket debut over in England. I just want to touch on because Shed's to Graham. Shed's to Graham. First three balls went for four. So it's a bit rusty, <laughs> big Australian. But And then he um, made his debut in, a, I think it was an AFL team. They must have been playing footy or something and kicked a snag. So I think he has to stick to the footy over there. They might be a bit better than him at cricket. Yeah, I've seen that big Shedlick. Big Shedley. And just a quick one, Slam Ball is back. On yes. yes. Huge. Goated. I remember mate. oh, it was a vest on seven, mate. Mate, Blake Griffin is leading that too. Is he? So I don't know if he's an ambassador. If he's, I, don't, I doubt he'd be playing. Surely he'd be, not. Again, with the Kardashians so, or the Lana <laughs> Rhodes or whatever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Slam Ball, love it. That's that's probably your best Goated. take for a couple of weeks. So um, glad right. you brought that up. I was just going to bring up the Saudi – um, soccer league again. I don't know if we oh, yeah. we didn't touch on it, but um, they're spending a lot of coin. Yeah, oh, yeah. They are. Got like a lot they're, of coin. they're building an actual super league around yeah. there. I was, there's, I think they've had like, seven or eight Premier League players or players from around the world go there, and there was a potential Saudi League Pro uh, team that some fucking genius made, and there's a lot of good names in here. So, Edward Mendy from Chelsea is keeper. Matt Doherty. Koulibaly, Sergio Ramos, and Jordi Alba are the back Matt four. He's from Wolves, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think he's apparently just taken his money and gone. And then midfield, I don't think Bernardo Silva will go there, but Kante's already gone. Ruben Neves is gone. And then up front is Hakeem Ziyech, Kareem Benzema, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, Mark so, Viduk is stiff. Yeah, very, very stiff. But um, did you see Koulibaly? Who left from Chelsea? I think he signed for like maybe like thirty mil. Or he's, he's not even that old. Like that. He's thirty one, I think, or thirty two. Did you see in his interview they asked him like, "Oh, what was your reason behind, you know, the change or whatever?" Like the obviously he didn't work at Chelsea, but um, they're like, "Oh, why did you choose the Saudi League or whatever?" And he pretty much came out and just said, "Oh, that it was the money." Yeah, he was like, and then oh, the whole media was like blowing up over it because he's the first person to actually admit that he <laughs> went there for money. Yeah, well, they all, but fucking good on him. Yeah, yeah they all did though. It Come is on. what it is. Yeah. But at, like, least he's not, at least he's not sugarcoating saying, oh, I'm no. just loving the standard here in the 45-degree heat think- playing out in the <clears> desert. <throat> we'll have to get the uh, top 100 Saudi soccer oh. league players and how much they're earning. Yeah. <laughs> a few more zeros in the list we've got. Oh, be blowing the list out. That should be like there. 800K a week. There's um, Something ridiculous. Yeah. A lot of money being thrown around. All right. Good on them. Back into the time machine. We are flying through this episode. Thank God for how, months. How far back in the time machine are we going? Uh, we're going back to <laughs> round three. <laughs> uh, we'll go back just to last Thursday, boys. So Geelong versus Melbourne. Um, are Geelong back? That's all I want to know. Down at Geelong they are. Yeah. It's a fortress down there. I was always going to tip them at home. Um, to beat Melbourne, yeah, you'd say they're back, especially without Jeremy Cameron. I thought they were done after he went down. Um, but no, Gary Rowan. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a footy field. What? Gary Rowan? Him yeah. pretty much. He just ran straight through. He didn't even try to move. <laughs> I, I listened to a podcast today and they were discussing that Gary Rowan should be suspended. I reckon they jo- are teammates. 
I can, <laughs> how does that work? How does that work? I, I reckon Geelong should suspend him internally for doing something so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, he's Shout right. out to um, Joel Costa. I was with him on Saturday night, I think it was, or Saturday, or lucky enough to be with him. And um, he was he was absolutely blowing a gasket. About it. About it. He's like, it is the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen on a footy field. He's like, DeLong should suspend him for four weeks for being so fucking stupid and <laughs> taking out your best player and shit like Jeez. that. And they got a pretty big game this week against Sydney. So In the Gary Rowan Cup. In yeah. the Gary Rowan Cup. So obviously Cameron's not going to be playing that. But, um, yeah, it was fucking dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. But anyways. St. Kilda, Brisbane. I'll tell you right now, boys. You know that music on that TikTok when that little boat's going, you know that one of the at the night time when that person's oh, when in the boat? Front, yeah. That's St Kilda season, boys. It is gone. <laughs> it is absolutely gone and you can't convince me otherwise. And I know Brisbane are a better side on paper, but for me, I just I just can't see it in them. And Ross Lyon even said in the press afterwards, he just goes, we're going to have to look at some of our players in the side. So oh, You don't sure. know why? It's because they've got a full team full of B graders. Yeah, and B graders Except for Kingy. Except for Kingy. And Bob Sinclair. And Wilkie. So not a full team, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Sydney versus West Coast, wah wah wee wah. <laughs> how the hell do you look at that one? Because That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no it's an absolute fill your boots type of day. And I'll tell you right now, this is this is what transpired because I've won the quaddy. I'm up and about, so I've gone. You know what? West Coast plus fifty is looking pretty good here. I reckon they'll, I reckon they'll hold the lead and. They're going to be able to back I reckon they'll show a bit. Yeah, and then quarter time, I thought. <laughs> Half time, I went look. That's not too bad. And then they went and just got pumped by 171 after that. So Yeah, it was the first time since, uh, well, 12 years ago that the team's kicked over 200 as yeah. well. Long yeah. And the first goal took 26 seconds. So that just goes to show, like, West Coast is a fuck, don't they? Like, <laughs> sorry, how long until Adam Simpson's gone? That's four, oh, lo- four losses over 100. That's the fourth biggest loss ever in AFL history. And two of them you don't really count because they were the farmers and the fucking and at plumbers war. and the bloody, I don't know, the garbage man and the pool cleaner that was rooting your mum and all those <laughs> in between. But the other one was obviously the Geelong game and I can't remember the coach at the time from Melbourne, whoever it was, he obviously sucked. So he went, but he's got to go. And uh, I'm a big fan of Adam Simpson. I think he's a nice bloke. Yeah. Obviously, Maybe he's he, coached a flag. Do you know him, do you? He's done well, yeah. Uh, we're uh, <laughs> we're <laughs> good mates on uh, LinkedIn. So. Pretty tight. <laughs> He's got to go. How, and yeah, it, how I know long? that it's not going to actually do anything in terms of things, but you've got to stand for something. Or the CEO's got to go. Or someone's got to go and you've got to yeah. go. That performance, the second worst ever because I said the plumbers and the pool cleaners really don't count. Someone's got to go. It, obviously, something's obviously something's not working. Yeah. But Or oh, we're injury. We've got yeah. injuries. Yeah, but you've still got – Well, Elliot Yo's out now for another month. Yeah. You've still got <laughs> nearly 30 players who play AFL. They're, playing, they're in the AFL for a reason. Yeah. It's not it's like bullshit. they're just blokes you pulled off of the off the street. It was, um, can they bounce back this week? They St. Kilda, I think. So cool. if St. Kilda smoke them, surely. <laughs> <laughs> That's um Ben's best bet of the weekend is West Coast to win. Uh, West Coast 40 plus. Juicy, juicy. Um, anyway, Freo got up, but uh, on Sunday we go to the Marination oh, Station don't, game. Don't skip the Freo game. Do you want to talk about what happened when everyone was ripping you that night? Because <laughs> I was getting into you because I tipped Essendon. They How fucking is that let me my down. fault? <laughs> because you back from it. I love giving false hope. I love giving false hope. Nah, this year, this year. I, get to, I said to a few boys that I play footy with that go for Essendon, I was like, you could see this coming from a mile away. Frio got embarrassed the week before. Who'd they play? By Port. No, not Port, sorry. By GWS. And then they're coming back home. Essendon's travelling. 
And oh, it was mate, you, could, you could see it fucking coming from a mile away. Typical Essendon. Mm. And obviously everyone's come off the bye, but it's no excuse. And you've got Liam Henry who was playing for the Trogan Turtles <laughs> last week. He's come back in and he's had 32 on the wing. The average is 17. He's nearly had double. Yeah. So. And that is talks about fucking like six clubs winning. <laughs> Tell you what, Luke Ryan's a good player, but He's gone. Good player. So is Luke Jackson after we ripped him at the start of the year for being a shit trade. Yeah, he's come along, hasn't he? Anyway. All right, we'll move on to the early one on Obviously, Sunday. Obviously, game of the round. You went, so you can take this. Well, I made a few notes. Taylor Adams. While you were there. Sucks. Shit. Yeah, sorry. You know, no, on the way home. <laughs> had a bit of time to think about after I... Um, had the voice recorder out. Yeah. <laughs> bit of time to decompress. Taylor Adams. Fuck off. <laughs> um, Pat Lipinski, he's lost a little bit of his mojo as well. He's still yeah, good uh, look, average. Good looking Bruce. Hoskin Elliott, don't know how he's still on the team. Jack Crisp, ever since that nude photo, he's lost a bit of his ability too. Jeez, I'd hate to see when you blokes lose the game, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was shit, just shit disposal like the first couple of quarters. It was actually horrid to watch. Um, 66,000, though. I think 61,000 were probably pies. So it was, um, yeah, bumper in that last quarter when, um, well, actually the third quarter, Adelaide kicking 43 to three. Yep. Um, we just couldn't stop him there. Tex Walker, I'd say he's probably the best set shot in the game. Yep. Yeah, uh, longevity, yes. Do, do I miss? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't miss. Todd Marshall? Mm. Good player. Good yeah. player. But, yes, I agree. Collingwood got the job done. Jordan Dawson was really good. He was Nicky Dacos was elite, and that's and the first time I've ever said it, and it's the last time I ever will. Brother so as well. He was fantastic. Yes, he was good as well. See, um, talking about Collingwood attendances, the average attendance of a Collingwood game this year is 62,000. Just coming out in force. Yeah, GWS are probably going to be finding that hard to compete with, I think, yes. <laughs> in a 12,000 seed stadium. But, no, nah, it's just, well, well deserved. He's the top of the ladder. Just getting the job done. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne went back to being crap. Suns got the job done. They looked a bit shit early, the Suns, but mm-hmm. come good. Jack Lukosius actually has a good set shot. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he Even does. though he kicked two goals too. But <laughs> um, Noah Anderson's a star. But other than that, it's a bit of a nothing game. Gold Coast did what they had to do, but. Last last buy round too, thank goodness. Yeah, is it buy or oh. is not next year's not just one complete round? Yeah, just have one just week. Have off. one week off. Yep, it's not I that hard. Agreed. And put the VFL on main TV. Like have a VFL game at Saturday night on Channel Prime. But I reckon Some- they should do like the um, make the Vic Country Carnival, whatever it is, like the under eighteen oh, under state 18. champs on that buy weekend and put it on TV. Yeah, that's not bad. They get the whole weekend, yeah. like from Thursday night to Sunday or whatever, whatever it is. Or even if you're going to do by weekend over two weekends, make the state out ends over the two weekends, like however many weeks they normally do it for. Yeah. But put it on TV. Like make Mate, something like, out of it. Like don't just have fucking nothing going on. Mate, you're a it's fucking just annoying because you just stole my idea. I've had this thing pending. No, you up. haven't. No, you haven't. He's had no, it pending my, since 10 seconds was, ago. Mine was to have like an under-18s league. Sort of like college league where it's like sort of yeah. zoned off as well, where they played in a competition and then their grand final was at the bye week at the end of the year. So then everyone's like, let's go tune in to watch that. It has a bit of So like back in the old days when they used to have like the under 19s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I haven't before. So it's like the Bushies basically. So yeah, yeah. they always play before the game. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. and then at the end of the season, at the end of the bye round is their finals. Because you don't want their season as yeah, well. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be unreal to have the. Like state 18s on the bye weekend and it's on TV and I like it. Giving you something to watch. Yeah, once, nice. For once, I don't mind your opinion. Thanks. All right. Who wants to kick off? I'll just kick cups. off with a little stat here. 
Okay, yep, stats. we'll do that. <clears throat> this season in 23, teams coming off the bye are 2 and 10. So that's two wins, 10 losses. Pies are one of them. Pies and St. Kilda. But they there did play. There goes a quiz question. Thank you. They did play people coming off the bye, so it was either yes. way. But, um, yeah, so look look for that in the tips this week for the uh, six teams that had the bye last week. All right. Thursday night, what's the cup? Has anyone got anything? Coupler. Uh, motor coupler. Yep. You go. Luke McGuan. Yep. That was one of them. That was one of mine. <laughs> What's the other one? Andrew Raines. That's mine too. <laughs> Fuck, we have Did you look it up? No, nah, top of your head, man. I, I knew Luke McGuan off my head, but I asked a few Richmond boys about another one, and it was they gave me Andrew Raines. All righty. Who are we tipping, boys? I'm going to tip. Where's it at, actually? Brisbane. The Gabba. Yeah. See you, Lottie. See you, Lottie. See you, Lottie. Good luck tonight. The tips. Shout in. Uzi, <laughs> let's go. It looks let's like he's go. going. Let's go. Um, At Gabba. So I'm going, beep, 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 beep. I'm going Richmond. Yeah, Ooh. I was going to tip Richmond too, actually. I disagree. I'm going Brisbane Lions. I thought you were going to say, I'm disagreeing on the table. Marlon Pickett might come back in after playing footy with Paul Crew. Do the 171-point winning Sydney Swans beat the Geelong Cats in the Gary Rowan Cup? There'd be a few others there, I reckon. Shane Mumford. Four. I've got a random one, so I'm just moving spots. Um, I feel like there's an older player that was pretty big. Jeremy Laidler. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Henry um, Playfair. Henry is Playfair. It, is this yeah, off yeah. the dome, by the way? It was, yeah. Oh, I wrote him down, but it was off the dome earlier. Um, Daniel Menzel. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's what it Jeez, was. Yeah, that's, that's the one, one I was thinking of. And it's not actually a cup that he played for him, but a cup. That ruined Geelong players' hearts. Um, Nick Dacos, Nick, not Nick Dacos, Nick Davis. Nick Davis, Nick Davis. yeah. When he kicked the four in the last quarter and get him to bring that up every time. Prelim or something like that. But um, Did Kane Tenace play for both teams? Play for Geelong, I'm not sure about. I'll Google it right now. I don't think he did, but I thought I'd check. Anyway, because this, this would be the biggest of the lot if I get this one. Um, Kane Tenace. He's from He's from Randy, right? Yeah. Uh, he don't just play it at Geelong. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving well, on. Moving time. on. Sydney, Geelong up. Uh, <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> uh, Dangerfield, hopefully, to come back in. Uh, obviously, Jeremy Cameron knocked the fuck out. Um, oh, I'm going to go Geelong. I think they're starting to play some good footy. I'm going to go Sydney. And I was actually also surprising about that thrashing at um, the SCG. Is that normally it's so like contested ground? Yeah, I hate watching footy at SCG just because it's so like it feels compact. It, yeah, it's like Small. you just can't get any free flowing footy going. It's always just fucking yeah. Just that's shit. facts. So it always like, feels like the fifties. Yeah, like it so, used to be. I don't know if it like, still is. For Sydney to kick hundred or win by one hundred seventy one points on a postage stamp is yeah. a fucking good effort. It wasn't on Swans. It wasn't much like contest, yeah. contest, contest footy. <laughs> I'm going Swans as well because I reckon. Players like Errol Goulden that are starting to step up again, Nick Blakey's and that, and no Dangerfield, no Cameron is massive. Dangerfield's back. He might come back. Danger. No, nah, he's not Socks back. up as well. No, nah, yeah. rang him earlier on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, Adelaide North. What do you what got? Do I feel like there was like someone that was like- There's a massive one. There's a massive, yes. huge player. Oh, wake Yes, the duck. The duck. Um, Hugh Greenwood as well. Yep, Hugh Greenwood. He's a, he's a good band to have in this. Sam Gibson? Sam Gibson, yes. Any others? And you got any? Or are we just going to go back and forth? Yeah, we, was, I've had no. I've had no. Uh, you should just know it off the dome, mate. Busy. I feel like there was like. I was going to say Petrenko or something, but I don't think you did. Hall Pleasure. 
Pleasure. What's that? Pleasure. All right. Um, who, who are we tipping? I'm going Adelaide, I think. Um, I'm yeah. going Adelaide too, but I reckon Ruse put up the wins. Oh. So I reckon this is the week they get this. Oh, well, I'll tip them too then. You've talked me into it. Yeah. Go with the coasters. So, but no one cares because no one's going to hold us accountable anyway. So it's time. Quiz it up, boys. The winner is going to get one of the new SC shirts, which is behind Cody. And the loser is going to get an SC shirt <laughs> that is behind Cody as well. Both losers then. Are we going to do any votes? Do we have any votes? I don't have any votes. Does anyone have any? Um, we'll post them on the socials. Just add Oz Cricket. Just double it. And double Col- it and give it to the next person. And, Col- <laughs> and Collingwood. And how the fuck does Corey have four MVP votes? I think they put him in himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he won the he won, the. he won the Cricket Grand Final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's That's local. probably fair. Yeah. I don't know what the other one vote would have been for. All right. Ready to get into it? Might as well. Name's your buzzer. Points worth a point unless stated otherwise. This is this is big. We haven't had a quiz for a while. This is big. Good luck, boys. Good luck, Question mate. one. Good luck, Wallet. Which individual race has been Australia's most successful swimming event at the Olympics in terms of gold medals won? Cody. Uh, did you say individual? Sorry. You did? Yep. Um, I'm going to go the 50-meter freestyle. Bam, bam. 100-meter butterfly. Bam, bam. 1,500-meter? Correct. Grant Hackett? It was just, the, it's just it was most common. But yes, Hackett, he, yeah. him and Thorpey, was, yeah. they always yeah. went neck and neck. Yeah. You couldn't hack it. All right, on, on to question Let's two. Let's go. <laughs> Shepard, an 18-year-old Socceroo Garang Quoll has signed for which English Premier League club? Mm, I didn't know he did, to be honest. Um, oh, actually, I do. Oh, Cody, Newcastle. Yes, yeah. correct. 2 0 league. Hixie's sitting there like B rabbit over there. <laughs> All right. Question three. The medal for the best player in an NRL grand final is named after which rugby league immortal? Cody. Is it Clive Churchill? It is. Oh, I knew that one too, yeah. <laughs> well, probably, so probably say that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Question four. This is a landslide. You're getting your pants you me buzzer in. <laughs> Question four. Who has appeared on the most Sports Illustrated covers of all time? Ben. Tiger Woods. Incorrect. Yeah. Cody. Um, Michael Jordan. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it was a... either going to be Michael <laughs> yeah. Jordan, LeBron James, Tom Brady, or Tiger Woods. Yeah. yeah. It's going to go Tom. But yeah, yeah. All right. Question five. <laughs> Gee whiz, this is getting away quick. Mm. I'm going to What's the national sport of Canada? Ben. Ice hockey. Incorrect. Cody, I know this. I think I know this. Is it lacrosse? It is. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Jeez. This is massive. Spanking. All right. Question six. Fuck on the goat. What is the stadium name that the New York Yankees play at? Um, I can picture it in my head, but I just can't think of the name. Ben, is it like Met Stadium or something? Yeah. <laughs> you think of Met Life Stadium, right now? Yeah. yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, Boston play, I think. Maybe. Um, I fucking it's on the tip of my tongue, but I just can't mm. think of it. You so want to have a guess? Oh, he's he's good to bow out. I can probably give up a point. I can't. Fuck, so. It's on. It's actually legit on the yeah. tip of my tongue. You're gonna be flat. Ben, um, Yankee Stadium. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's uh, go. Let's go. Back. I'm back. What's it's, the score? It is five one. Ah, okay. Question two, and there is a bonus point on this one. Ooh. 
I shouldn't have said <laughs> Is Jonathan Brown in the AFL Hall of Fame? Ben, no. Incorrect. Oh, well, what do you think the answer is going to be? Well, gonna, it's obviously yes. Yes. So the bonus question is, what year was he inducted into the AFL Hall of Fame? Um, I'm going to say in 2020. <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> it is correct. I'll only, I'll so only take one point off that because obviously it was going to be yes. Yes. Yeah. So 6 <laughs> 1. Lol. Jeez, it's going to be hard. Like, I'm on fire. But this question. Send you the answers. Can bring anyone back. You can only name one team in every sport for who wears the colours red, white, and blue in their primary uniform, one red, point per sport. white, and blue. Wait, So their uniform is red, white, and blue, one team per sport. Oh, oh Ben. Oh. You've named it. So red, white, and blue, you can name one team per sport yep. and then move on to the next one. Everyone you get right is worth a point. Okay. Ah, uh, right. American soccer, American basketball. Wait, <laughs> it's a team, not a league. Yeah, no. The American national oh, soccer true. team, the American national yeah, basketball that, team, the American national yeah, ice hockey team. I'll give you one. I'll oh. give you one. I'll give you one, including that. Oh, that was, so I that's one, that was a loophole. That's one point, but you can't loophole. Uh, red, white, and blue. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'll give you a countdown. Uh, the Ben, uh, the Clippers. Yep. Yep. That's one. Thank you. He's on two um, points from this. No, nah, sorry, I can't think. Mate, you had a massive opportunity there. You could have picked the Bulldogs. Hey, oh, don't I get to go? I, I want to pants him. Yeah, give him. I want to pants right. him. I was going to guess the Bulldogs, yeah, but take away that. Um, Patriots. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills. Uh, you can only use one per sport. So. I want to guess... Eight. It is I was correct. Say a yes. It is correct. Oh, so well you do win in the end. I was going to say nine, but I thought that was yeah. a fucking little bit too high. You do win in the end. It was an eight-four win. So great quiz. Well done, you both so somehow work, work, go home with a t-shirt, but <laughs> probably probably the best quiz yet. If Ben didn't fuck up the question, that was top one hundred. Yeah, It'd be top. It'd be top sixty-three. Sixty-three. Uh, <laughs> 63 yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me, boys. All right. Surely we'll be back again today. Go Pies. Next week or next fortnight or next month. Go Pies. Go the Hoppers. Go, go, go Cats. Go Cats. Yeah. <laughs>